check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hey, I'm Aaron. Hey, I'm John. And this is Pastors and Pizza. I'm Josh. And this is Pastors and Pizza. A podcast where three very unqualified pastors. Very unqualified pastors consume some of the best best and worst worst pizzas Western Washington has to offer. offer. While trying to make sense of our faith, figure out how it connects connects to the world around us. We believe the best conversations happen over food. So pull up a chair, grab a slice, pour a cold one, and come along with us. Wherever it is we are going. Wherever it is we're going. All right, welcome everybody to Pastors and Pizza. This is week three. I am Josh. Glad to be with you. I'm Aaron. I'm also glad to be with you. I'm John. I'm just here for the pizza. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I was just here for the pizza, really, honestly, if we're being real. But it is Thanksgiving week, and so we have a great um, podcast here for you this week. We're gonna be talking about some of our favorite holiday holiday traditions. We're gonna be talking about the things you don't talk about at, at Thanksgiving. And how to deal with that. And uh, we're going to be eating some pizza as always. And so this week, our pizza comes all the way from Monroe, Washington. We branched out. Yeah, all the way. We're going back towards civilization. We've already now. eliminated pretty much all the options close by. So yeah, now we're, we're going all the way six miles. We got to go all the way out. But uh, yeah, so we'll be, we're having some Jet City pizza this Yummy. week, which is, which is not just... Um, a Monroe franchise. I mean, technically the Monroe franchise is in Monroe, but uh, there are other franchises outside of Monroe for jet city. And so, um, yeah, uh, as we do every week, uh, we like to break down the pizza and kind of give it some ratings and and what have you, but guys, uh, how you feel this week? How are you feeling? You know what? It's an exciting opportunity to hang with you guys. Like you were saying last time, Josh, it's uh, it's a chance to hang with each other and get a little break from the norm, which is cool. Um, other than that, I'm excited to hang out with my family for Thanksgiving and the weekend. And I get to go to the Apple Cup and I might see John and I might see his son, JD, there too. Oh, yes. JD's coming back in town. John, how are you doing then? I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, JD comes home tomorrow night. He's currently in New York City. Uh, bringing in all the, that it has to offer other than anything inside because he can't go inside. But um, you have to be vaccinated, and he's, he's not. So so he's on the streets of New York. He's, on the, he's living on the streets. It's the authentic experience. <laughs> okay. You told me he's, uh, he's doing like a, a carriage ride or something. So that's, I, I guess if you, don't, if you can't stay in a hotel, I mean, a carriage, I guess, is probably the next best thing. <laughs> I don't think he's sleeping in the carriage. I mean, he did, does have of. a friend that lives there, so he does have accommodations inside. Oh, nice. Oh, I see. Okay. Right on. Um, well, that's good. I'm I'm doing well. It is Thanksgiving week for us, which for me personally, that is this is Ohio State Michigan week, and so I, I'm celebrating Thanksgiving and you know the Pilgrims and everything, but and also the inevitable Buckeye victory. Oh yes, we're it's a pre celebration, so uh, we're we're gonna, we're gonna be doing that in my house, and by we I mean me personally. <laughs> As my wife and daughters could not care less about football, but that's kind of where we're at. Um, yeah. So this pizza guys, jet city, how are we, how are we feeling about jet city? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the first time that I've ever had jet city. Mm. Uh, it's not a franchise that's been, uh, that's, it's not in the Midwest. So I didn't grow up having it and it's, I don't, is it even relatively new to it's, the Northwest? It's fairly new to Monroe. Okay, fairly new to Monroe, at least. Uh, it's a Seattle thing. Has it been around for a while? Mm-hmm. 
Well, and we, we did something a little bit different this time because Jet City has a two for Tuesday special. You buy one medium pizza and you get one free. So we actually consumed two different pizzas tonight. Completely, actually. And by consumed, John means we inhaled that. They were, they were gone. There, there's none left. And Karen, if you're listening, you don't have to listen to us chew because we ate it all before the recording. But I'll give you some chew, boy. Yeah, there you that's, go. that's always good. I like to hear that. <laughs> so speaking of uh, food podcasts, you guys, I was a little bit disappointed yesterday. I got a I got an email from this basically this online magazine, mm. and it had a headline: Ten Best Food Podcasts." We weren't on there, or what? and I I raced. I clicked the link as fast as I could oh. because I was sure that Pastors and Pizza was going to be one of the ten best food podcasts, and. Turns out we must be number 11 because I was we we did not see it on the list list. So all you three listeners that are out there, spread the word because we want to be on that list next time. Can you tell us a little bit about who our competition is so we know who we need to take down? uh, I Honestly, I don't remember. I just scanned for ours, didn't see it, and and closed my computer and started crying. Yeah. Don't don't cry and don't give up. There's always next year. This one's going to push us over. So maybe we should get to the food. Yeah, let's talk about some food. Let's talk about Jet City Pizza. Um, so we got two uh, different pizzas. The first one was called the Brewery Pizza. Is that correct? The a Brewery Combo. The Brewery Combo Pizza. Combo pizza. Yep. That's right. Uh, and it was, uh, I thought it was fantastic pizza, uh, but it had uh, pepperoni, salami, onions, jalapenos, and cashews. Heck yes, it did. It did. Yeah, it was a it was a fantastic pizza. I thought that was pretty good. And then the other one we had was called the Mighty Meat, the pizza. Mighty Meat Pizza, That's which good, yeah. had strangely a lot of vegetables on it. I don't. <laughs> I did not. Oh wait, no, a lot of vegetables. no vegetables. Sorry, no vegetables. No, this is like it's like the African pizza that we had last week, <laughs> or the American pizza with the Canadian bacon and Italian sausage. Yeah. yeah, there there were no vegetables harmed in the making of the Mighty Meat Pizza. <laughs> Except for is wheat a vegetable? Is it, do we consider wheat a vegetable? I mean, there's always the hotly debated tomato idea too. Is it fruit, 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 vegetable? I don't. I mean, the sauce has had tomatoes in it for sure. Yeah, always. All right. So like like we do every week, we use a grading scale that we have borrowed, that was created right here in the Northwest by Seattle Pizza Coalition, and we we go through and we rate it based on the crust, the sauce, the cheese, the toppings ratio, the value, and charisma. Uh, and then we give it a total rating overall. And and we give it in one to five pepperonis. So uh, we'll be doing that here in a minute. But before we get to that, guys, what are some of the things that give me a, a breakdown of the pizza? The look of it. You know, I told you guys before, I love how cheese gets a little bit crispy or burnt, as John likes to point out. And it definitely had some brown on it. I love that right off the bat. As we were talking, as like when we were eating it, I, we heard, at least I heard from both of you, comments on how good the crust was oh gosh by far the best crust i think i've ever had you've ever, ever had wow i mean it yeah absolutely wow yeah that's Dang. surprising i mean right. i i thought it was a good crust and I, and i mean definitely the best of the three pizzas we've had sure yeah i will say of the three it was definitely the best crust uh i mean ever not just I, I know i I've, i mean it was good it was a good crust i don't want to discount it but i don't know if i'd go ever right. definitely in the life of this podcast Sure. Yeah. And, and I also just want to mention on record that we are three for three on having pizzas with jalapenos on it. Yes. And so I mean, technically three for four. Cause we got two pizzas. Oh, this we time. did have two That's pizzas really this time point. and one of them did not, but yes, 
as far as podcasts go, we yes. are three for three on podcasts having jalapeno. So maybe we should try and keep that up or at least some sort of spicy. Um, well, spicy so not to skip ahead too much, but Monroe Pizza and Pints does have a jalapeno popper pizza that oh. is probably calling our name. Okay. So right. maybe next time. You heard that too? Yeah. Oh, okay. And if you're listening... Um, we're coming Monroe, for you. Monroe Pizza and Pines, and you want to sponsor us next week. That'd be just fantastic. We would we would take we'll, that. We'll give you an honest evaluation, but it can be swayed. <laughs> we get one of those jalapeno popper pizzas and we are we are right in, in for it. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean I'm gonna tell you the uh it was a spicy the the brewery combo was spicy and I, I thought it was fantastic. Me too. Um the salami too on there, that's like when you get salami and pepperoni together, man, I'm totally like, like an Italian sandwich, you know, like those. Mm. You, Let's see what I haven't had. I'm on all about that. Enough Italian sandwiches is the crispy burnt cashew. That was impressive. That that was the topper because um, really it was, it was pretty similar to the Mighty Meat pizza. You had onions, which obviously made a difference, but the cashews, that was a, that was a big difference. And the jalapeno. Yeah, yeah, I will say if, if you're looking for a pizza that's kind of meaty and kind of that kind of greasy pizza, but you're looking for it to just be like to have that thing that just kind of takes it over the top. I, I recommend the the brewery combo on that because it's really, really good. I agree. It's probably it's probably one of my favorite pizzas in Monroe for sure, which I mean, that may not sound like a whole lot, but there's a lot of pizza places in Monroe. You want yeah. to list those again really quick, just off the top of your noggin? I'll see what I can do. I've got Alfie's Pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesars, Papa Murphy's, Gino's, Monroe Pizza and Pines, Jet City Pizza, Alfie's Pizza, uh, Toscano's. Did I, say, I don't think I did. You Toscano's, did. You, you Toscano's has pizza. Um, Red Robin has Red Robin Rose. has pizza. Which I am very I, excited about the Red I Robin pizza. I think yeah. that might be. There's a new brewery called Good Brewing that I think might have pizza, but I'm not sure yet. It's brand new. So. I do have Thanks, to. John. I do John. have to make an honorable mention to... Or maybe I don't even an homage and obituary a um, what do you call it when you you know we're pastors so we've given those things at funerals that when you talk about people eulogy yeah eulogy that's right we've we've all given those so because um, we're pastors are we and, killing a pizza place uh, well no it's already dead uh, oh. which is Harry's was a Harry's oh yeah they had pizza. pizza and they they did the whole thing with like the oven you know yeah the they did the wood fire it, yep. was, it was wow, really good. good they had good pizza they had good pizza but you know Harry's is gone and moment of silence R.I.P. moment of silence yeah and also uh, the aforementioned garlic gems not too long ago and now they are no longer with us as well and Papa John's as well. Mm. Monroe has killed some pizza places. There was but, a Papa John's in Monroe? There was, yeah. Oh, how did we miss this? It must have been before my time. No. Mm-hmm. No, how was it? There was bit. never a Papa John's here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by yeah. Henry's Donuts, which should be another podcast we do, by the way, is Donuts and Pastors. Donuts and... Donuts and... Do- deacons. Doofuses. And, de- <laughs> and Deacons. You know it's Donuts and Deacons, and we get to... <laughs> Divin- donuts and Deacons. Divinity and Donuts. Yeah. We could do uh, tacos and televangelists. <laughs> I was going to say elders and evangelists, so that's good. That's no, good. tacos and televangelists. Because we need some food in there. Yeah, because you know, like... Burger, burgers and Bible? Burgers and Bible? Mm. Oh, okay, now it's mm. like a Bible study. But you're yeah, we, got, we got a full day. We got breakfast, breakfast podcast, lunch podcast, and dinner podcast. We're, we're good to go. <laughs> I'm going to harken back to our first one when we talked about cookies. Oh a, oh, a dessert podcast. Yes. yes. 
We've got this I'll nailed. Just hit, I'll just hit record in the morning, and then we'll just turn it off at night and see what comes out. It's like the Truman Show of podcasts. It really is. It's, <laughs> That was amazing. Yes. Is this real life? Um, Let's go. So we also had some beverages tonight, you guys. What, what, what were we drinking tonight? Well, I had Bale Breakers Top Cutter, and it was very good. Very hoppy. I liked it quite a bit. A little IPA. And um, I want to say thanks to John for picking it up because that was amazing. And it's out of Moxie, Washington, which is not too far from Yakima. Uh, I had the Mind the Gap on-the-go IPA from Rubens Brews in Seattle. Big fan of Rubens. They're good. And uh, on the record, I'm having an AHA sparkling water. AHA! Raspberry plus, uh, and we've had a debate about this, acai. Uh, I believe that's correct. Acai, yes. This is a fruit that no one knows what it really is. But it's become very popular with hipster girls. They put it on, the, they put it in apparently sparkling waters, but you know, just trying to watch my figure here a little bit and sparkling water it is. Well done. So yeah, as far as the pizza goes again, uh, we all really uh, thought that this was probably the best pizza that we've had to date on the podcast. Um, for certain. For certain. Uh, and really a both, shout out both to of that. Them. Both of them were better than the other two. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think. think that the, I had a, I liked the Sahara one that we had um, to start off with. I did too. Uh, I did and, too. and I probably liked it a little bit better than the Mighty Meat. But I really, I think that the brewery combo, that's a solid pizza. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give that a really good rating. So let's go let's go around real quick and just hit it up. Just give us the numbers uh, on crust, sauce, cheese, toppings ratio, value, charisma, and then we'll do a total rating at the end. Sweet. I'll just go real quick. For both of them, the cheese was a three and a half pepperoni. The crust was a four. Sauce was three and a half. The topping ratio was three and a half for the Mighty Meat, four for the uh, brewery combo. The charisma for me was probably, if I'm talking about it for both of those, about a three and a half as well. And the value on Tuesdays, a four. So I'm going to give it a total of four i think i mean gosh this is the high water standard you're gonna want to get this on a tuesday so next what i'm saying next tuesday you got you should be ordering from jet city that's all i'm saying yeah i think i'm gonna go uh crust like a uh, four i'm gonna say sauce like a i thought the sauce was great two three and a half uh cheese three toppings ratio three value four Charisma. I'm gonna actually go low on this because again, we're not eating in the place, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna go two and a half because it's it's a takeout pizza. You get you're getting what you're getting. It's a takeout pizza. So that's um, fair. But that's, that's fair. what that's where I'm headed there on that. John, what do you got? Um, yeah, it's pretty similar. I think the the crust is a four for me. Cheese. I mean, cheese was cheese. It wasn't anything normal or different. I mean, it was normal. So three sauce. I thought was pretty good. Three and a half. Toppings, three and a half. I still don't really even know how to evaluate charisma. Uh, so we'll say three. And value, because it was Tuesday, is definitely a solid four. All right, all right, all right. So uh, overall total rating on this pizza, uh, I know we, uh, I believe Sahara, we had a three. I believe last week we had a three and a half, or I think it might have been like a 3.3. Three. Yeah. yeah, three and a half, 3.3, something like that. Uh, on this one, you know, for me, I'm going to go... Uh, I don't know how we're breaking these down, but I'm going to say somewhere between three and a half and four. Uh, probably, I mean, if, if I'm going to get specific, 3.75 pepperonis on this. I mean, if you were getting real detailed, you would have added up all your scores and 
average them. Oh, I'm not mathematical. Or unless you weighted them, and then you have to figure out what is weighted higher. But sure, yeah, I yeah. I don't weight charisma very high yeah. because I don't. So, know Cameron, we apologize for not being super technical with this. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go um, roughly the same. I think for me, I think both of these pizzas were were better than the other two that we've had. Um, with the brewery combo being the best of the two, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna I'm gonna give that one at like a 3.75. I think I was at 3.5 on the, that Mexican one last time, and I'll, so I'll give the the mighty meat just slightly above a 3.5. You know, I don't want to get too crazy with breaking this down. 3.56. 3.5673. Oh, good. Two. That wasn't too crazy. Okay. Yeah. Do we? So when we're factoring in, like, because I'm not a math guy, you know, like. Pizza's around. I, I know that their uh, pie becomes a becomes a factor when you're starting to talk about round things. Mm-hmm. So I mean, are we factoring in pie into these ratings? And when I say pie, I mean three point one four, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, so I use that in my calculations for sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, one thing we should note about uh, Jet City is they apparently are not super good at the geometry. Uh, the pizza was cut. Pretty weirdly, there's some very, very, very tiny pieces, and then some very large pieces. I will They're say that I hurry. took the very large piece. I, I'm not going to be bashful. Yeah, and so then that. I got I, a couple of little dinky ones that uh, we equated to more like a cracker, a yeah. pizza cracker. So I'm just going to say, John, it's surprising that you rated it so high. I mean, I had the huge pizza pieces, so I was like, yeah, of course. This is I, I was trying to take pizza. size out of the equation. So Aaron and I have the brewery combo at the top, followed by the Mighty Meat, followed by the Mexican, followed by, what did we get at Sahara? We got Sahara, our Create Your Own. Create Your Own. For the Sahara. record, the first two were tied for oh, me that's at three true. and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I that, that was my order. Josh, your order is a little bit different because you yeah, got the Mexican. Well, ahead of and the- also because I mean, like, la- I think what, what was it like last Wednesday or like Friday was like a full moon, so like you really got to factor in that as well. <laughs> I, I forgot to carry the one. <laughs> See the the mathematical breakdown that we are having about this. Pizza. I have a breakdown whenever mathematics are brought in. <laughs> Every time. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, for me, yeah, you got you to gotta take into account the, the phases of the moon. You got to take in, you know, pi. We're talking about, you know, what's the radius of this thing and, and the geometry of it all, really. I mean, and then, then you can arrive at what I think is probably a, just an a, a entirely accurate um, rating for this kind of thing. And so, yeah, 3.75 is exactly where I... That is, you know, taking into account the, the phases of the moon, which it was almost a full moon. So, so why do people stop listening? I don't, I don't get it. No, you understand. Uh, we we should also specify, you guys, on the the whole value equation that these were twelve inch pizzas. Oh, okay. All so, right. I mean, so each pizza place inches. is a little bit different in their sizing. So these are considered mediums, but they're twelve inches, which is probably on the smaller side of a medium. I think most places, like like if you're going to go to a, a chain restaurant, like a, a Domino's or something like that, you're looking at a 14-inch for a large, 12-inch for a medium, typically. Okay. Right. But yeah, like Sahara and Rico's, I think they both run like 16-inch for the I large. So. 16 so. or some places, uh, like some of those larger New York-style ones, I think are like 18 for a large, the 18-inch. So um, yeah, anyway, uh, I think that's a pretty good wrap on the pizza that we've had uh this week and uh, and we all agree that Jet City, I I was pleasantly surprised by it and because I, I wasn't sure what to expect from one that's you know just a takeout pizza joint and uh, a and they a are chain, specifically so. takeout they do not have a sit down right spot so. at any of their locations 
I, I've only been to Monroe, but that's probably true. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I think pizza's pretty much moved to takeout almost only. So anyway, we'll uh, take a quick break and we'll get back and start talking about our Thanksgiving plans. Anyway, welcome back. It is Thanksgiving week, which uh, I love Thanksgiving. It's it's one of my favorite holidays. Uh, it's kind of in the perfect spot where you have uh, football really kind of coming to, you know, like its climax. And then you have not soon enough, not, not soon enough for Husky fans this year, unfortunately. Uh, but you got you got football, you got um, you got lots of food and, you know, I love to eat and you got hanging out with family and I just, I just love it. It's a good holiday for me. Um, what do you guys do for, for Thanksgiving? Like what's, what's your traditional plans? Your, the things you do with your family, what, what's some of your traditions kind of run us through some of those. Uh, so we being married and having all of our family within like half an hour of each other, we tend to, to alternate years for Thanksgiving. So one year we'll do my wife's family. One year we'll do my family. This year is my wife's family, um, so that looks like going over to my in-laws' house and having a you know old-fashioned turkey dinner, followed by watching Santa Claus is coming to town, which they are on about a forty-something year run of doing that. Oh, wow. uh, I have not been part of the family that long, so I have not done it that long. But forty, fifty years, something crazy like that. Santa Claus is coming to town, so we do that, and then the the kids, which the youngest now is. 17 years old kid. Um, they do gingerbread houses. So we, we do a quick transition from Thanksgiving into Christmas. Very, very and quick. By oh, quick, you, you mean like minutes or hours max. Uh, right. Turkey is consumed Christmas. And just like when you guys do Christmas, it's like Christmas is consumed, done. Done. The tree's tree's gone. Yeah. Exactly. We Christmas can get, in, we maybe get into that later. You guys move on real quick. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing this year. Um, we, we alternate years. And so this year is a, in-law year whole can you family. give us a quote from santa claus is coming to town uh i mean i could probably sing some songs if you want yeah just start um, start a song we'll join in put one foot in, in front, front of, of the other, other and soon you'll be walking oh, out going, the door just put one foot in front of the other and soon you'll be. Wait, you you. I don't up. know this. Song. I jumped. I jumped. You're walking across the floor, and yeah. then you're walking out the door. That's exactly how. So that you works. guys are gonna have to explain to me. Yeah. Is this is the one with the heat miser, right? The, no, this is not this the, the burgermeister. 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 Meister. Burger. Toys. This doesn't have the. Cold. How about this, this one? Have the, the, they have the winter. Winter warlock. warlock. And then he gets changed, transformed. His heart melts. It's that's very who, That's who learns to walk across the floor and then out the door. By the way, one of my favorite. Mr. In- warlock, if you will. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, they go, sorry, Winter Warlock. And he's changed. And he goes, uh, Winter, please. His yes. whole name and demeanor and heart and you, changed. You got, yeah, you got Santa Claus. You got the, the seal. You got, you got the magic seed corn. Man, I feel like I'm walking into a new world here. This is like... There's a very um, definitely 60s um, flashback time uh, in the middle where um, Chris, Chris Kringle's wife, Mrs. Claus, 
sings a song. So she when you say sixties flashback, you mean like 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 psychedelic shrooms? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, like right. she got yeah, some yeah. bad candy corn or something. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah got that. It's, a, it's like a Halloween leftover. That's good. <laughs> See what you did there. Nice. That's good. That's exactly. So yeah, that's a big part of our uh, Turkey Day uh, celebration. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? Well, like John, our two families are very close to each other. Unlike, at least in proximity. Unlike John, we go over to Kathy's family every Thanksgiving. We have lots of amazing food and time and try to enjoy each other. Last year was really challenging. There's a lot of different views on um, the, the, uh, whether or not we should get together at all because of COVID. And that was pretty unique, how that all unpacked. Um, there was some frustration with one another and some people that didn't show up at all. But we really, as far as the fun and the tradition that we have, it's all of the traditional food plus a bunch of really cool things that our daughter Genesis makes. Um, there is a butternut squash lasagna, which is fantastic. So very good. Um, then we also play a bunch of games and we started adding money to those games. So now Ooh. we do a thing called Left Right Center. And we put some money in and you can end up winning because there's so many people. We're in the 50 range. Um, you can win actually a lot of money on that. So there's just a ton of fun <laughs> with all that. Little kids can play it. Older people can play it. Um, we had some dear friends come with us one time and they didn't feel welcomed. And I almost didn't want to go back after that. But I had to work through that because that's my family. <laughs> so, Josh, how about you being so far from home? Well, yeah, ours is, ours is a little bit different. I mean, I'll, I'll walk you through my 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 family uh experience with thanksgiving which uh when i was back home we used to every year uh, at least i can remember most years we would go up to uh visit my grandparents up in youngstown ohio and uh we'd stay with my aunt um, my my dad has seven brothers and sisters so it's kind of a big family and every single one of them has you know a dog and they bring mm. their dogs oh. And so there's a lot of dogs and my family, we'd bring our dog. And so, and let me explain to you about the dog situation. None of the dogs weigh more than probably 35 pounds. Hmm. Like they are the smallest dogs you've ever seen. And they are all like yappers and they all run around and, and, hmm. and try to bite each other. They let everybody's dog. We're talking, we're talking Shih Tzus, miniature pinchers, Jack Russell terriers, like just th those kind of dogs. What kind you of know? dog did you have growing up? Uh, well, uh, during that portion of my life, we had a Jack Russell Terrier that was pretty, uh, pretty insane and uh, liked to fight pretty much all the dogs. All so right. that was, uh, that was always a hoot. Um, but yeah, so we'd go to my, uh, to my aunt's house and we'd all hang out. My, my uncle John, he's kind of big on, uh, on deep frying turkeys. And so they don't, there'd always be a deep fried turkey and then there'd be, you know, uh, whatever else was going on. But we'd all just hang out and it was just, it was mayhem. It was like, you know, 40 people in a house that's like, you know, 1,700 square feet or something like this. And don't forget 12 dogs. And 12 dogs and uh, football. And so we just hang out, watch football and eat food and and kind of do nothing and then get, drive back home. So that was kind of our bit and that was what we did every year. And um, How long was the drive? Oh gosh, I don't know, four and a half hours, something like that, five oh. hours. Oh uh, no, four, it was four and a half hours from like Dayton. So probably more like six hours. But So you, you've you yeah. been in Washington now for quite a while. Yeah. So, so what do you guys do now? We've been in Washington now for 10 years. And so it is just coming up on 10 years here. And the 
every year it's it's been different. You know, we I don't think we've done the same thing twice except for this year. We're gonna do uh, something different now, now that we have our own like children and uh, kind of we're setting our own family rituals. We've decided to really embrace um, the weirdness of Thanksgiving and and so last year we we initiated. Uh, pierogi thanksgiving which we just love of course and so, so we take uh we take the holiday and and really kind of figure out what kind of unique weird toppings we can or it's not toppings at that point it's they fillings go inside, yeah. sure, that no, go sure, inside yeah. the pierogi right um although you were showing me some with toppings the other day oh yeah there's some people like put bacon on top yeah. and like all kinds of things so last year that was our first year of 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 doing the uh the pierogies. And so we're pretty excited about that. That's, and that's, you know, that's probably our, our least traditional thing that we do, but we, uh, I think though, you, before you move on with the rest of your tradition, you need to tell us the, the pierogi menu for this year. Uh, pierogi menu this year. So, uh, currently is looking like it's going to be salmon, cream cheese, and dill, uh, inside one, and then probably a roasted garlic and cheddar inside the other. So we're, <laughs> Pretty excited about that. One of those. If you've ever had a salmon pierogi, please hit us up and let us know. Hey, we just try to embrace everything. You know, like it's it's the Polish, which we have 0% Polish in us, so that totally makes sense. And uh, I mean, if Thanksgiving had originated in the Northwest, then maybe uh, salmon pierogi might have been the thing. Yeah, so that's probably the least traditional thing we do, which we're not really traditional people. But I particularly, my wife, maybe not as much. I love the Thanksgiving Day Parade. It is like the most commercial thing you can ever see. It's like it's sponsored by everyone, Macy's and everything. But uh, and it's totally just like a prequel to Christmas time, you know, or whatever. But I just love, I love those parades. I love the the Rose Parade for New Year's Day too. I just love kind of waking up and and watching these parades kind of unfold and people and kind of the experience of the event that it's like, hey, this is a holiday, you know. So That's I don't know. Cool. I, I didn't know that. About I love you. those. I love to watch those. Right. And for a couple of years, we I mean, we don't have cable or anything, and so it was kind of hard to. And out here in the mountains, you can't just like pick up whatever channel you want on TV. So for a few years, it was kind of like, what, what, what like ridiculous, uh, website can I stream this on? It is that time where you go from, you know, fall to winter. It's like the unofficial start of winter for me, you know, that's real. So I don't know. I know you guys, John's already watched Christmas vacation like twice already this year. So as um, soon as it hits October, it's Christmas vacation season. Yeah, and I and not I, Christmas, mind you, just Christmas vacation. My Christmas uh, tomato, tomato. movie is definitely uh, Christmas Story. That is my Christmas movie. It's another good one, yes. So I'd say for us, for the first time in a very, very long time, we're going on Sunday. We're decorating our tree and having our kids over for that, and our grandkids and all that. And we have quite a fun tradition with all that and we watch it's a wonderful life which is my favorite christmas movie but that never has happened before in the life of us on the sunday after thanksgiving so it's a little something different this year so we, we talked about some traditions a lot of people really obviously like holidays getting together with the family having fun seeing aunts and uncles and grandparents and cousins and all that all that kind of stuff but a lot of people really don't like the holidays. Right? Yeah, because a Christmas tradition for them, and, and I can speak to this, you know, when you get 40 people in a room, like, so you get the egos come out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, people mm-hmm. start to they start to be who they were. You know, My dog's were cuter than yours. <laughs> yeah. 
So well, I mean, yeah. So I think that's kind of where you're headed, right? Well, yeah, and even so, yeah, I mean, even beyond egos, right? I mean, it's we're in a very hot political climate. We're coming, mm-hmm. hopefully, out of COVID. Maybe who knows how long that continues on, but a lot of stuff going on, and so just having conversation with people is tough. And now you get all these people that maybe only see each other a couple times a year or whatever, get together for the holidays and don't necessarily have the same opinion on things. Sure. How do, how do we navigate that? Yeah. And I I think for most people that they navigate it like this, they say, don't talk about it. Don't, don't, don't sit next to uncle Bill because he's going to talk about that, you know, or whatever it is. These topics are off limits. No talking about no politics, politics, no religion, religion, no no race. None of these topics that are so hotly debated, uh, should we talk about, or can we talk about? Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's for me, that's where it kind of goes at least initially is like, Hey, and I think that's probably the default for most people is like, Hey, just no. We don't want to talk about that right now. Weather, sports, um, the kids, weather of the, sports, the forecast for the sports game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it's going to be rainy in the game. Huh? Yeah, you better bring your poncho. Those people who are going to the game, yeah, they should. Yeah. So I mean, they—that's one of the main ways. I think another way, and we talked about this last podcast, is that people will eat too much, drink too much, mm. fall asleep, try to deal with it. The, what started out as this intent to get together with family and then somewhat avoid family, even while you're amongst family, begins to be a real challenge because you've got alcohol and you've got people being uncomfortable. We've seen a lot of events for us in the past uh, end awkwardly for somebody and they just leave. And so... I think some of the the way that we have learned how to deal with it is to really go and just literally look for things to be happy about and have fun with. And the kids can go and play games and they can watch shows. There's a lot of different TVs around. And then as far as some of the adults that are more um, opinionated, we kind of just let them go for it. And it's been really challenging for me at times. But most of my last 10 years has been not debating anything or trying to be right about stuff, just listening. And if they ask me what I think, I generally give them, man, I really love God and God made us and he's given us a lot of opportunities and freedom. You know, I mean, legitimately, those kind of things. Last year, like I said, was awkward for us, but we we lived it out and loved on each other and I think you have to look for things to contribute without having to be right. You know what I'm saying? And I know that that's been yeah, something totally. for us. So, Well, so one, one thing I heard on the radio this week that I, I was actually kind of, I don't know if say frustrated necessarily, but just disappointed maybe. The, I was listening to Caleb, which is a Christian radio, it's a national radio station that's basically is it syndicated. Is that the right word? Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, probably. picked up by local stations. Um, but they had this lady that had called in figuring out, trying to figure out what to do because her daughter-in-law informed her that she was going to be hosting Thanksgiving this year when mother-in-law had been doing that for years and years and years. And the mother-in-law was not so sure about this idea and felt like it was going to ruin Thanksgiving and wasn't sure how she should respond. Hmm. And so it got me thinking kind of about expectations like I think part of the problem with holidays sometimes is just it gets built. It's got the Clark Griswold effect. 
to uh, talk about my favorite movie for Christmas. He uh, he sets Again. expectations that no family can can meet, right? Mm-hmm. And so going into these events, these gatherings, with these super high expectations of how it's going to go, as far as everyone's going to get along, we're going to talk about things that everyone agrees about, and it's going to be fun. And mm. and then you get there, and somebody brings up a taboo topic, and the the whole thing comes crashing down. Right. And so, like I said, it kind of it kind of hurt my heart, really, that this this mom was basically willing to not celebrate Thanksgiving because it was going to be different than what she wanted or what she expected or what was mm. normal. And so, my encouragement both for myself and for, for everybody listening is not necessarily don't go in with expectations because we're all going to have expectations, but maybe kind of check your expectations at the door. Like just embrace what, what is there and what happens and just try to love people well and, and, you know, be a peacemaker and don't, don't put your expectations of how it should go above everything else. Cause it's so easy for that to just make you then get upset. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I think there's going to be moments you have to almost prepare yourself and just know that like going into it, that there is going to be that inevitable moment where that so-and-so has had so much to drink and, or too much to drink. And, uh, they start talking about something that you just know is going to go the wrong way with somebody else, or, you, you know, it's just going to be upsetting. And, and also, you know, like you said, Aaron, just with last, last year, and I think it's probably going to carry over to some degree this year, the COVID scenario like are we masking are we not masking who's going to be outside are you going to be upset if like so-and-so is not vaccinated and what about this and how are we going to deal with all of these kind of uh different like hotly debated issues Mm -hmm. that also they're not just hotly debated they also impact how we gather and so that is like a huge a huge thing because people can feel slighted if you're like hey so-and-so is not coming this year because we're not going to wear masks in inside. And so they don't want to come. And now somebody feels left out and somebody feels, you know, whatever. And, um, I just wonder like, how do we handle these kind of situations? Because it is such a, it is such a, an impactful decision to Mm -hmm. make a decision to say, Hey, no, we are wearing masks, everybody, or Hey, no, like the, like, if you're not vaccinated, you're going to be in the living room or, you know, whatever. Like there's so many like random things that people could decide. Um, how do we deal with that? Especially when we don't agree. Um, and when we have our own personal opinions about things, mm-hmm. like how do we as Christians model, um, Christ in a situation where like, where it's is difficult because it impacts how we live. That's right. And that, and it should, right. I mean, that Jesus is a stumbling block for some, a cornerstone, a cornerstone for others. And I do believe that for us, we have something to offer. We have our priorities being aligned by who Jesus is and being peacemakers, as you said, John. And just I love what you're saying, Josh, that we we have to embrace that and look for those opportunities, not necessarily to be right, but according to Jesus, to live right and to be in that situation, bringing light to it and doing our best to not trip people up, doing our best not to laugh at people, but actually laugh with people. I mean, look for things. I mean, just being together and, you know, almost every time at Kathy's family, they'll invite me to pray and I'll just talk about being thankful for family and opportunities and food and the fact that God loved us so much that he gave his son. I didn't, Oh good. I got to put the gospel in there. I'm like, 
gosh, somebody loving you enough to die for you, just even bringing that up. And man, I've had people thank me every year for praying. And my gosh, this is some stuff that we actually have. We get to be, as Jesus said, salt and light without having to feel like you have to shove it down anybody's throat, but to be pleasant, to be a part of it, to enjoy, maybe to meld into the background a little bit and not worry if somebody else wins all the money, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I think we talk about, you know, Christ saying that, like, pick up your cross and follow me. And that like, you know, the first will be last and the last will be first. And, all these kind of things about the character of Christ and what his kingdom is like. And, and then we go into Thanksgiving or a, a time where we are like, we want to hold on to something. We want to hold on to being right, or we want to hold on to the thing that we expect. And and so I think Thanksgiving this year, really the holiday season is a time to kind of challenge those things that we want to hold on to. And we want to say, Hey, this is how I'm going to demand that I be treated, you know, <laughs> Uh, instead saying, hey, let me lay down my life for my family so that they can be included, so that they can be a part of our gatherings, so that we can love one another, so that I can honor them and show them that they're, that they've are, that they matter, that they're valuable, that the things that they think about are value, valuable, that the way they perceive the world is valuable. And so, yeah, I just think that that kind of laying down your life, mm-hmm. you know, following in Christ's footsteps to do that and to elevate those people around us and, and to just ask them, you know, be that person who does um, kind of just model uh, being grateful and being thankful and, and who kind of initiates that. And uh, I think that a lot can be done just by, you know, having those conversations with people and saying, saying to your drunk Uncle Bill, like, hey, man. I'm just thankful for you. I'm glad you're here with us. I'm glad we have this time together at Thanksgiving. You know, I'm glad to sit across the table from you. Even if we have totally different opinions on the world, even when we come from different places and haven't seen you in forever or whatever it is, just sitting down and saying, Hey man, I'm, it's just good to see you to be in this moment, to have this moment with you is, is just good. So like acknowledging those moments, I think can just, it's kind of like a, it disarms people. And so I think that's really cool. Well, I think that's, I mean, this year in particular, because I know a lot of people didn't get together for, particularly for Thanksgiving yeah. last year, right? Uh, maybe for Christmas too. And so um, maybe maybe this year has got a little bit of a, a different feel because mm-hmm. you maybe don't take it for granted like maybe we used to. Um, yep. You can appreciate the fact that we actually are together for those that are getting, some people may still not choose to do that, but um, just appreciating that you are together and we don't want to have that time. And then maybe we can put aside those differences of opinion and those, those things that maybe would normally divide us. We can put those aside and just appreciate the fact that we're able to, to be together and to hang out and to have time as a family. Cause that's, it's not guaranteed that it is going to happen every year. At least that's not with the same, not with the same group. Right. And so, I know this year I'm I'm super excited. Like we talked about earlier, my son JD is going to be home ah, for Thanksgiving. So uh, my nephew and his wife are, are having a baby, and so we get to celebrate that on Thanksgiving. Not on Thanksgiving. No. They they we recently found out that they're having having a baby. Oh, oh. She's pregnant. Thank you. Um, but just things to be excited about Spoiler and to appreciate, alert. and and so we can we can focus on those things. And so I think you just got to come good. in with humility and give people grace because things aren't going to necessarily go the way you want them to go and, and just give, give grace and be humble and 
enjoy the time. Yeah, I think too, just recognizing that the holiday season is really difficult for a lot of people. You know, like I think about my neighbor, like he lost his wife last year around this time. And so this is a really hard time for him. He loved her so much. And I think about like just some other people I know who've had big losses, like particularly like the week of Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, or just even, you know, through the holiday season from now to the end of the year, it's a, it's a time where a lot of people experience a lot of grief and just recognizing that, like, like you said, John, we're not guaranteed all these moments with people. And, and, and so like just really taking the time to value the little moments that we have and to see, uh, maybe with new eyes, the people in our lives who just annoy the heck out of us sometimes, mm. uh, but just really seeing them just for the value that they have and, and trying to challenge our our own perspectives of the situation, I think is just so, so key for me, I know, particularly, but um, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I just, and, and, and really kind of keeping in my mind that this time is, is hard for some people. And yeah. so they may not respond or behave in ways that are like, typical of who they are because this is a stressful time or a hard Mm -hmm. time or they're Mm -hmm. filled with grief or whatever. And so like you never know what's going on in someone's life. And so I just try to try to be, you know, try to in my life, but it's so hard to, to really recognize that you don't know what's going on in someone's heart. And so to treat them like you'd want to be treated, you know, like it's just like how it is. I think, I think one of the things also that has come to my mind is the idea of, letting yourself enjoy something without having to have everybody else enjoy it. And we can find ourselves being frustrated with people because they're not in a great spot or they're not excited. Uh, Not long ago, talking to multiple friends of mine that are counselors or therapists saying that there was not just a bunch of pain that happened. There's a lot of expectations that have been unfulfilled and you find during the holidays that people okay, this year it's going to be different. This year, and they put all of that on, like the traditions that John was talking about from the radio excerpt, there's so many different opportunities that people have to be let down. And so rather than be harsh with people, be gracious. One of the things that stands out to me is Colossians 3.17. This is for us as Christ followers. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father, through him like we're we're repping the king we get to do whatever we do in word so what you say indeed all your actions for the lord in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks to god the father through him we have a lot to be grateful for even if everything falls apart and that kind of perspective is such a, a challenge for me and it's an invitation for me and i want to encourage us to to consider that kind of perspective, to, to be gracious, maybe to be quiet. You're not shaming the Lord if somebody says wrong or bad things and you don't correct everything. You know, be invited into a conversation like that rather mm-hmm. than force yourself in. Yeah, that's true. Well, guys, I've, I've had a really good time uh, with this conversation. I really have enjoyed it. Uh, I've enjoyed this pizza, obviously, because yes. what's not to love about pizza um, but yeah, just again, I want to appreciate you guys and just let you know that I love this time that we have together. And so, and thank you guys for listening in with us. I know that this is kind of the conversation that we just have and you guys get to be kind of, uh, third party observers of how weird we are, but it's, it's kind of how it goes. And so <laughs> thanks for um, your encouragement to those who have reached out to say you've enjoyed it or learned from it or skipped it. So thanks. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for joining us, and we will see you guys next time. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm Aaron. I'm John. And uh, it's been good to be with you. So have a good week, and we'll talk to you uh, later. Happy holidays. (laughs) Bye. This has been Pastors and Pizza, a production of Crosswater Community Church in Sultan, Washington. Check us out online at crosswaterchurch.org. We meet every Sunday morning at 9 and 1045 on the corner of 3rd and Birch in Sultan. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us that five-star review, and we hope to see you soon. Bye. Adios.